Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 19 March 2020. Coming up in this episode of the Crusting Net Podcast, I will be discussing the whole $82 billion incentive from our beloved Canadian government, more of the pandemic crisis, and other issues. All that and more coming up in the Crusty Connect Podcast. Stay tuned. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. There you all go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, as mentioned, the whole pandemic crisis, 82 billion bucks coming back in the Canadian economy and other issues. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, and uh, yeah, doesn't look too bright outside now, does it, ladies and gentlemen? In my last couple episodes, I have uh, been discussing the whole issue with the uh, big C word. Apparently, YouTube is cracking down on people saying that, according to some of my uh, um, other shows and stuff that I look at. In regards to the whole pandemic, um, I guess we're up to about 720 cases so far in Canada right now. I know Australia's getting stung, New Zealand's getting stung, and poor Italy is uh, really starting to see a lot of their people uh, getting sick, and I think they're up to just shy of 3,000 dead now, apparently. Uh, my condolences to any of my Italian listeners out there. Uh, but needless to say, it's a shit show. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you all to deny what's going on. Um, you know, it's not a glorified flu. We know that. It's not uh, any kind of, um, you know, mild, inf- mild correction, mild infection. Uh, it's respiratory illness. Uh, it affects the elderly and it affects the young, uh, like the young kids. Uh, if you have a, already have respiratory problems or a weak heart, it might take you for a toll. I know it's killed uh, four seniors in B.C., an individual in Quebec, I think one person in Ontario. Overall, there's about seven. I'll leave statistics at the end of this podcast here in my description folder. But uh, yeah, you decide. So based on the government advice and everything, stay indoors, self-quarantine, basically social distance yourself. It's amazing every time there's a catastrophe or any kind of crisis, they turn around and they like to say different things. Base your quarantining. You're not social distancing. You're quarantining. You know, how can you be social if you're distant? Right? That's like saying lived experience. How else do you experience something if you don't live it? Without having to say lived experience, you know. (coughs) Play on words, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, yeah. As much as I loathe these elected officials and their squandering and their pandering and their race baiting and the way they have squandered the Canadian dollar, over the past four and a half years, it's funny how it takes a catastrophe such as uh, this pandemic, this virus, to really um, put things in perspective, right? Still, more unqualified people calling the shots, more unqualified people saying what we should do. Um, a graphic designer slash anthropologist who's the Minister of Health, who did receive $800,000 her first year back in uh, 2015 and 2016 to renovate her office uh, under the Canadian taxpayer's expense. So I don't believe anything she has to say regardless, but uh, I'd rather listen to actual doctors and medics and and nurses abound rather than these fucking cronies who call the shots for Canadians. Um, The whole issue with getting a handout too, which is nice. Like there are businesses out there and there are people that do work and they can't go to work because of quarantines and certain businesses putting up notices and what have you. 
in light of this uh, catastrophe, we can say. And I can say it is a catastrophe because it's an upheaval. Social engineering, social structuring at its finest. And uh, I don't want to see people get hurt. I don't want people to get sick. But I, I think this could be handled differently. You know, what do you think? Let me know. Krusty B. Canuck, it's Krusty B. Canuck 67 at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I'll leave links in the description. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's turning into a real joke, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the infection started in China. Started with a few Chinese, then it spread and spread and spread and spread. And January, we were warned about this. February, we warned about this. And now the federal government the past week has been nothing but dealing with the pandemic and investing $82 billion back into the economy. And I'm thinking it's great how it takes an issue like this for elected officials to take their own country seriously. All right. I'm not going to harp about veterans. We've all heard that story, you know. Uh, veterans have been treated like absolute shit by this government. The seniors have been treated like absolute shit by this government. Um, the working class, man and woman, have been treated like shit by this government. Wasn't it Bill Morneau and Justin Trudeau who accused small businesses of being tax havens? And yet these two clowns probably have the biggest tax havens in the planet. You know, with their connections and the way they were raised, the way they were brought up. Yeah. So, and now a big change of face. Well, shit, I guess we better start investing some money back into our country. Duh. Right? How many projects have been canceled under the Liberal government? You know, the pipeline, the stalwart, the rail blockades. How many ideas have come and gone because uh, our overlords, our overseers, our beautiful, politically correct, one big happy Liberal government? Yes, that's right has sat in their hands and did nothing and squandered more millions and billions in other countries. We have a Navy right now that is practically in dry dock because of liberal decisions. We have an Air Force that has to use old jets to replace the old jets um, because Mr. Harjit Singh thought it was a great idea, or correction, Harjit Sajjan had a great idea to save the Canadian taxpayers money, but in the long run, it's going to cost Canadian taxpayers later on to procure better equipment. But, you know, that's the Liberal mandate. Now, what gets me with this $82 billion incentive, which is a nice gesture, I would say, on the government to help out in this time of need, you know, um, extending the uh, file deadline till June 1st instead of, you know, the end of April. So extending another month and a half, that's that's great, thanks, and uh, being easier on people when it comes to our taxes, even though they've squandered our taxes. What kind of blowback is going to come from this incentive, I wonder? Now, the Alberta government has put aside $500 million, which is good, because uh, I don't look at Jason Kenney as a greedy fucking dog like I look at the Liberal Party, but I also look at any kind of incentive given to the people based on government spending, there's always going to be some catch to it, and it's always going to have a blowback. Right. I thought we were in, in debt to the Wahoo, and yet now the government can spend $82 billion on its own people in the name of health. But they couldn't do it for prosperity. They couldn't do it for the, for the pipelines. They couldn't do it for uh, natural gas. They couldn't do it for development. They couldn't do it for clean water. But now they can do it for this. So proof's in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen. Choices, decisions on who we have in charge. Minority government giving away more money 
behind closed doors rather than 82 billion that's supposed to be coming back into the country. So we'll see. But those people out there that need it, people that need, you know, because they're two weeks quarantine or their rents due or their mortgages due, I can understand that. And I, I can verify, yes, that's a good thing. But uh, what gets me is how it takes a catastrophe like this for our beloved leaders to finally fucking put some insight back in their own country, back to the people that put them in that fucking seat to begin with. I don't know. Tell me what you think. CrustyBCanuck67 at gmail.com. Or on Facebook uh, under Krusty Canuck, Instagram Canuck Krusty, or here in the Podbean or on YouTube. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe, all that good stuff. Keep the algorithm going. Well, keep things in perspective. Uh, let us little independent media folks get out there, get our words heard too. And speaking of getting words heard, uh, unfortunately, from what I have seen and what I have read thus far on some YouTube channels, you can't say the big C word for some reason. You know, they block it or they censor it or they just don't put your video up. And I've been noticing, too, on the beloved Facebook, there's been a lot of censoring going on with the whole pandemic and the C word. You know, I'm not talking the C-U-N-T. I'm talking the uh, Mexican beer aficionado analogy there. Um, I looked at my inbox there today. And I uh, basically got an apology from Facebook. Oh, sorry, we're wrong. Put your post back up again. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I see. So you did delete some posts after all. Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's kind of scary, folks. There's something going on here. And if you don't want people to panic and people to get worried and you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, don't censor people. Shit simple. Right? Now, most of the information that I received based on said pandemic, I actually got more of it from independent folks like Frank P. Vaughn and uh, Adam Daniel Manzay and uh, a few others who basically did the research on their own time and their own terms without getting paid oodles of cash and told the world things, right? So it puts things in perspective when it comes to getting the words out there, getting the information there for people, right? You decide, you know, you, my listeners and my fans alike, um, hey, you guys decide which is right and which is good, which is going to be good in the long run for this. You know, um, the past couple of days, you look at the major uh, news stations, it's, it's, it's nothing but the pandemic, nothing but. And there's other things going on in the world besides that. You know, my heart goes out to Italy. Uh, to the people out there that have been suffering the most. You look at pictures of Rome and some of the busier streets, you know. Wow, how barren it is, you know. But uh, I'm going to laugh those individuals that have hoarded toilet paper and paper products in the name of uh, the sickness. Because we all know it's not, a, uh, <laughs> it's not a flu bug, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, to those individuals out there that are hoarding stuff and trying to make oodles of cash off this... Uh, crisis you're fucking pathetic now i like making money like anybody else i like working for it if i make extra cash on the side that's great but to buy up a hundred pieces of uh, uh toilet paper or a hundred bags of toilet paper and then try to sell it for ten dollars more or twenty dollars more you're part of the fucking problem right so when it comes to courtesy and values and couth 
and scruples. You obviously don't fucking have any. So, um, to those individuals out there that have hoarded all the hand sanitizer and shitter paper and Lysol wipes and Lysol sprays and all this good stuff and trying to sell it online and trying to sell it uh, to people who need it at ridiculous fucking prices, you're a dick and a prick or a bitch or whatever you are. You know? And I blame the government for a lot of things. But uh, fucking your neighbors over and fucking people you know over for a few extra fucking bucks, it just proves you know fucking better, right? So those individuals out there that have hoarded toilet paper and hoarded paper towel because you're afraid to wipe your ass with your hand or a dirty fucking rag like our ancestors used to, fuck you, right? Well. I've got food supply. I've got toilet paper. I've got things. And I, I, I did it sensibly. But I'm not worried about running out of shit of paper. I'm not worried about running out of food uh, or clean water, for that matter. I'm worried about some of the actions of some of our leaders and individuals, as I just mentioned. So put that in perspective, folks. You know, do what you can to help each other out in this time of need. Uh, I've already volunteered my time to help some seniors out uh, when they needed it. I give them my name, my number. And I said, I'm just a phone call away, right? Um, I'm giving to the food bank again in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I've got a donation in the works right now for the Veterans Association Food Bank, uh, the charity that I sponsor. So I'm doing what I can. And I highly encourage you, my listeners, to do what you can too. Uh, whether it's shoveling a driveway, you know, watering some plants or walking some pets or running some errands, you know. Hell, I'm learning how to bake bread again because I'm thinking about making some loaves of bread for people. Um, you know, little things like that, just to help each other out, you know, and you've heard me ramble on about the government and $82 billion and what Justin's done here, what Christopher Freeland's done, and what all these so-called experts and conspiracy theorists have compiled for our benefit. But uh, it starts with us, the individuals. So do what you can to help each other out the best of your fucking ability, you know. Whether it's picking someone up and taking them to the hospital or giving them a drive or handing them 10 or $20. Here, take this in case you need it, right? Give me a couple extra cans of food or some canned fruit or some of your own produce away, you know? Um, I'm a believer in community, so that will help, you know? But uh, do your best not to panic, not to plight, you know? My biggest concern, though, is when they start passing more laws and legislation. So while they're giving out more billions of dollars in the name of this pandemic, what kind of legislation are they behind closed doors? That's something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. You know, what other laws are they going to be worrying about? You know, all of a sudden, the climate change catastrophe is no more. All of a sudden, you know, the whole gun issue is no more. But what other issues are they, they going to? conceive and conspire about later on we'll have to see but uh, those individuals that need it uh, by all means you know it's good finally that our government's actually putting some money back into canada you know it's about fucking time but it sucks that it has to take a pandemic for that to happen you know when you look at all those so-called polls out there that have asked Canadians what they want and how they're going to screen and how they're closing the border. And yet, Roxham Road is still fucking open, ladies and gentlemen. 
So they're not screening too well when you think about it. And I'm not saying deny all people into Canada, but for crying out loud, you've got a legal border crossing that's been going on there for more than a couple of years, and they're still letting people walk over it, right? And to those ladies on the social calling it racist to deny access, yeah, fuck you, social. I've talked to you about you tramps before about uh, when Don Cherry got fired for saying you people. Well, I'm going to say to the social, you people, get your heads out of your ass and start thinking. Okay? It's not racist to deny someone entry into a country. It's not. Okay? It's not racist to screen someone and they have a sickness or a contagion of some sort and to quarantine them. All right? That's common sense. You know? Or as they say now, socially distance yourself. Yeah, okay. So, to the producers and writers and collaborators on that show, get a goddamn fucking grip. Okay? I, 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 I'm still getting sick and tired of this race card fucking dilemma constantly being pulled up every time something happens. Oh, it's because of racism. Oh, it's because of prejudice. Oh, it's because of misogyny. Oh, it's racism. Racism. No, it's not. It's common sense. It's the government actually taking a stand for once, like they should have a long time ago. And doing what's right. Okay? Doing what has to be done. And you can sit there in Toronto with your hair and makeup done for you. And clothes bought for you by CTV and other conglomerates who sponsor you. And you can sit there and say those magical words. And have nothing to worry about. Because someone's going to buy your shitter paper and look after your sorry ass if a catastrophe gets worse. So. Think about what you say, ladies, on the social. Think about it. It's not racist. I'll leave a link to their spiel. Oh, typical virtue signaling bullshit again. You know what I mean? So we're going to start being realistic, folks, about these situations. You know, you know this pandemic is, is a real thing. It's killed Chinese. It's killed Italians. It's killed Americans. It's killed Brits. It's killed Germans. It's killed French. It's killed a lot of people. And uh, I don't know what else to say, really. Do what you can. Keep yourself clean. You know, wash your hands, brush your teeth, you know. Do what you can to eat good food if you can afford it. Find other ways, you know. Keep yourself busy, you know. I'm actually reading some more this little while, but I'm not, you know. I'm not socially distancing myself. I still go to work. I haven't received any emails or anything from any of my employers where I got to stay home and, and do this or do that. Um, I've, I haven't received any information that I've had warnings and stuff, what to do with her hands, how to wash, you know, just simple safety precautions. And really just keep your wits about your folks. I'm not gonna tell you to suck eggs. We all know how to wash our hands and how to brush our teeth and look after ourselves. Right. But, uh, at any time in your adventures, if you see anybody hoarding things and then turning around trying to sell it to people for double the price or triple the price, call them out on it, right? Call them out on their bullshit, right? Like I said, there's nothing wrong with making money, but uh, how many times you got to fuck people over to make a few bucks? Because the more and more people you fuck over, the more and more you turn into these fucking clowns that think uh, carbon tax is a good thing. And tax upon tax is a good thing. And calling small businesses uh, tax havens, you know, 
You're no better than the fucking clowns in Ottawa. So, if you see that kind of crap, ladies and gentlemen, call him out on it. Give him a hard time. Let him fucking know. Right? Because they obviously have enough money to buy a said items in bulk. And then uh, have the audacity to charge double or triple the fucking price of it. Right? And even smaller businesses too. Um, I don't have the link. I'm sorry, but there was a link I did see. Where there was a shopper's drug mart. And they had uh, a receipt. A couple had a receipt. And the same day, they bought uh, two exact same items. I think it was a roll of 12 uh, toilet roll. And, uh, well, make a long story short, one price said $10.99. And the other price said uh, $16.99. Right? For the same <laughs> for the same item. So, and I think the difference was maybe about five or six minutes. So, <coughs> you don't have to believe me on that, but uh, that's what I saw. And I just kind of shook my head going, what the fuck is that? So, if you see it, ladies and gentlemen, call it out. Call it for what it is. Right? You know, don't panic. That's the thing. And that's the thing with this pandemic. It's There's so much panic out there. People hoarding. And don't hoard. You can store your stuff. You know, look after your stuff. Keep your wits about you. But there's no need to hoard. You know, it's, it's no need to fuck each other over. Let the government do that. And then, you know, when they have the audacity to call another election, then we'll fucking let them fucking have it. But, uh, <laughs> I just, you know, when I look at some of the footage of these clowns and their 50 or 60 fucking packs of uh, shitter paper and, and Kleenex and Lysol wipes and what have you, you know, all this disinfectant and then selling it at ridiculous prices. You'd think we're living in fucking Soviet Russia or something, you know. Maybe that's what these people want, you know. They want to incorporate more money into the system by pulling it out of their ass and then making the taxpayer pay for it later, right? And that's what it comes down to, too, folks. The taxpayers be on the hook again, right? So, and our beloved leader, Mr. Potato, Sock Boy, Justin, right? Self-quarantined because of uh, his wife who tested positive. And there's rumors going around that maybe she gave it to Idris Elba. We don't know. <laughs> Who knows, right? Justin's mom wasn't uh, a very nice lady in her youth. So who knows what Sophie's doing? I'm not saying she's a hoe. Maybe she is. I don't know. Do I really care? Not not particularly. But uh, <laughs> we're looking at an actor like Idris Elba. I'm thinking, buddy, you got better taste than that, man. You know, but uh, still. Time will tell. Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, keep your wits about you. Well... No need to panic. Do what you can. Nothing wrong with uh, some government incentive giving back to the Canadian people, which is a good thing because we've all known the past four and a half years how many fucking taxes we've had to pay to that fucking party. You know, how, how many taxes have it gone to Justin's great ideas to worry about gender parity and worry about social impacts, and yet they couldn't be bothered to invest $82 billion into this country before. Right, so speaks for itself. Now, to my listeners out there, uh, Canada is still a wonderful country. It's my home, my native land. I stand in guard for thee. So, when this panic clears, then by all means, come on over, have a visit. If you want to live here, by all means, live here. But uh, we've just got some shitty leadership. We've got some people that really don't care 
about long term. They don't care about their actions. They don't care about their decisions. They just want what they want and take what they want and screw people over like you and me. So that's something to think about. I could go on again about veterans. I can go on again about seniors and uh, the poison water issue and our reservations and how some native leaders are greedy, who don't care, who are just like the politicians, right? All these rail blockades had happened and police waiting for orders to go and do something and they couldn't, right? Uh, all these other protests popping up and people pulling the race card because, oh, I'm a victim. No, there are victims out there lying in hospital beds with tubes in their faces who got sick for no reason. So think about that. Right? There are individuals out there that are still working, trying to struggle, keep the food in their table, keep the bills paid, keep the lights on because of ridiculous fucking taxes and ridiculous legislation that stops them from saving money, that stops them from getting ahead, right? Because we have greedy politicians in Ottawa who don't want to help the Canadian people. They want to help themselves. And now this time of crisis, they really have no choice. But who knows what kind of deals are going behind back doors. As I mentioned before, ladies and gentlemen, who knows what kind of shitty deals are going on behind back doors during this time. All right. We all know Red China can't be trusted. That's fine. I'm not saying the Chinese people, but I'm saying Red China, the Communist Party, the people that look after social engineering and who have devised social credit. The same people that Justin admires because he loves a basic dictatorship. Right. Back in 2017 or 2018, Justin telling Facebook to stop promoting fake news. And yet, what kind of news does Justin promote? Sunny ways indeed, eh? <laughs> Sunny fucking ways. But as I say again, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel like donating, please do. I know in this time of economic uncertainty, uh, it's... It's not wise to ask for coin, but if you do feel like donating, please do two, five, ten dollars, whatever you like to donate to any of my subscription pages. Please do. I'm trying to build this podcast up later on, supplement my income, and hopefully one day have a podcast where you can tune in and see some good comedy, and I can ask some staff to uh, you know, make it better. So um, keep that in mind. If you don't want to donate, that's fine too. I'm not demanding coin. But if you do donate 5 to $10 a month on my Subscribestar, PayPal, or any of my other uh, pay uh, uh, subscriptions, you can get yourself a t-shirt of your choice for my Teespring line. So if you commit 5 to $10 a month, I'll mail you a free t-shirt. No charge to you. So I think it's a pretty sweet deal. Uh, I've already had a couple of satisfied customers who sent me some lovely emails explaining how much they loved it and how they're going to order some more uh, merchandise for their kids. So... Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, that's my uh, uh, spiel for the uh, for the coin there. But uh, I know this whole thing, the more I think about it, it kind of brings me down. But uh, in the same sense, as our old English forefathers used to say, step up a lip, yes, chin up, stand proud, yes. And that's what we should do. I said I've loved this country all my life, and I fought for this country, and I'm going to keep fighting for it. You know, to my uh, veteran brothers and sisters out there, keep up the good fight too, brothers and sisters. Who up? And uh, to other individuals who have said hello and have said some wonderful things, thank you. And thank you once again to all the people that have subscribed in the past week. I'm looking at my subscription tab going, wow, thank you. So I'll give you guys a 
Give yourselves a pat in the back for subscribing. I try to keep my content uh, as honest and as realistic as possible without all the uh, dogma. But uh, what you see is what you get, folks. As I say again, if you do feel like donating, please do. Uh, donate my Subscribestar, PayPal, Patreon, Patreon page uh, with uh, the Podbean here. By all means, donate what you can. And if you can't donate, that's fine too. But please consider donating. Uh, help me make this podcast even better. So, And as I say too, I do sponsor Veterans Association Food Bank. Um, they do wonderful things for veterans in need. They provide food, incentive. They have actually helped homeless veterans get on their feet, get off the street, get into the workforce again. They help uh, disabled veterans with making uh, wheel, uh, wheelchair access and other accessible points uh, to make their lives that much easier. And they're a good cause. They're run by veterans for veterans, and they help the community out too. So they're a great pillar of community folk down there in Calgary, Alberta. So if you get a chance, by all means, check out their website. I'll leave a link in the description. And you can donate to them directly too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like. Um, If $25 or more, they will send you a receipt and it'll look good in your taxes later. That's if you decide to file or not. But uh, that being said, uh, consider Veterans Association Food Bank too, folks. (coughs) So I'll carry on too. Um, More of this $82 billion incentive. My wife and I were sitting there watching it and we're thinking, okay, this is good. You know, but we both agreed too that why are they taking this long to put money back into Canada, right? So it's either going to try to control something or turn something, but there are people in this country that are in need. So in a way, that's a good thing. But I personally don't trust it too, you know, um, based on what I've seen and how this government has spend, 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 and nothing in return. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, half our Navy dry docked, our Air Force dealing with a sting, and recruitment is going down because of the whole woke BS crap they talk about. So that speaks for itself, folks. So in the next little while, best we can do is buck up, hold on tight, do what we can for each other, and don't buy the bullshit, and don't buy the narrative, and don't worry about the virtue signaling. I think us as Canadians, we're starting to see through it. To my American listeners, I'm pretty sure you're starting to see through the virtual uh, virtue signaling down south too uh, with all the crap going on uh, with the Democrats and their so-called experts. Uh, you know, <laughs> so my American listeners, I think you can relate exactly to what I'm saying. As well as my European listeners, do what you can to help your neighbors out. To my English friends, my French friends, German friends, by all means, do what you can. Try to be uh, civil. Try to be realistic. You know, if someone's shy of a roll of toilet paper, give them a roll of toilet paper. Not that it's really going to make much of a difference. You know, it's this virus is not making you shit yourself. But uh, <laughs> don't be hordes. Don't be greedy. You know, there's people out there that need help. Do what we can to help each other. You know. And heaven forbid if it turns into something violent. Stand your ground. We can all learn something from this. But anyhow, that's my spiel for uh, this beautiful 19 March 2020. I have been Krusty Canuck, ladies and gentlemen. And as I say again, if you feel like donating, please do. Just follow the links in the description. And if you feel like uh, donating to the Veterans Food Bank, I'll leave a link there for them too. And uh, I'll leave references there, as always, in my description. 
Like I said, I've been crusty Canuck on this beautiful 19 uh, March. I guess it'll be the first day of spring come tomorrow. So let's hope the snow melts. We get our things done, try to get our gardens planted, and uh, let's hope for good things. Anyway, look after your loved ones. Take care of yourself. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no ring for bigotry here.